Well, hi, my name is Mark Touchell, and welcome to my Living Sober Sucks But Living Drunk Sucks More podcast. This is the audio version of my written blog, and the title of this piece is called Discovering Life's Lies Part 1. You see, this is a two-part article and podcast. Now, first, I want to go over some of the deceptions and lies we uncover, and then I want to share some ideas on how to address those deceptions and lies. I won't be telling you what you should do. I just want to share some ideas and then you decide how you want to handle them. Have you ever believed in something so strongly that you supported it with every fiber of your being? I mean, you followed along with what what you were told. You gave of yourself without question. You even helped promote what you believed was true. You may have changed your life for it, gave your mind, body, soul, maybe your finances, only to find out later that it was a lie or, th- or that you were lied to by someone you trusted. What did you do then? Now, while I was staying at a national park in Florida, I was illuminated to something very disturbing to me. You see, I'm a recycle psychopath. I make it a point to separate anything recyclable from my garbage and place it in appropriately labeled bins. Now, and this park has such bins. Now, during a conversation with one of the park rangers, I was told, you know, Mark, I don't even know why they have those things. You know, the garbage truck comes by and dumps everything into the same hopper. Now, it all gets mixed back together in the same truck and dumped into the same landfill. I was shocked. I was hurt. I was pissed off. I felt like a fool. I felt violated. I'd been lied to. You know, I felt so good about my recycling efforts before being informed of this lie, but I was cooperating with a lie, and I felt good about myself when I didn't know it was a lie. And I would have continued my behavior and continued feeling good about myself while participating with this lie, even though in truth, I was wasting my time. But now that I knew the truth, what was I to do? Was there anything I could do? Well, I considered my options. I could become cynical and find fault everywhere. I could become angry and go to the other extreme and try to get even by taking pictures and sending them to the Capitol or newspapers exposing the lie. I could do what everyone else does and throw all the trash together and change my behavior and not care about or participate with recycling in the future. I could change my behavior for where I was, adjust and adapt, and save my recyclables to dispose of them properly at a legitimate recycling point. I chose the last option, change my behavior for where I was. So I wasn't going to play along with their lie, and I will do what I know is right, even though it may be inconvenient for me. I'd collect my recyclables and save them until I get to a proper recycling point. Now, you might think this is silly me to get all this worked up over recyclables, but it's an example of believing something, feeling good about yourself, behaving in accordance, only to find out that you've been being lied to. And it's also an example that you do have choices in life. Some of the choices may be inconvenient, and uh, no one else may even know that you've made a choice, and the right choice. But nonetheless, you still have choices. And this experience also got me thinking about all the other lies I've been told in life and and the lies that I tell to myself. And I found that how I view these lies makes a big difference in whether I live as a drunk or live sober, how I interact with other people, and how I work at making the best out of life as a non-drinker. So let's take a look at some of these lies, shall we? Mutually agreed upon lies. 
Now, these are the lies that we just accept in life. I mean, there are mutually agreed upon lies in politics, religion, relationships, marriage, fidelity, business, economics, science, medicine, the environment, you name it. Now, for instance, and then the example I'm going to give you uh, crosses all lines of, of religion, politics, relationships, marriage, whatever. See, if I don't expect or believe that you'll keep your promises to me, then I won't feel bad when I don't keep my promises to you. Now, we may never discuss our arrangement openly. It just goes without either one of us saying anything. And a lot of mutually agreed upon lies are like this. We don't talk about them, but we know they exist. The advertisers use mutually agreed upon lies to sell their product. And a lot of times we overlook the lies and buy the product anyway. Or we use their lie on ourselves to justify our purchase. I mean, really, do you honestly believe that game day won't be complete without beer? Do you honestly believe that you'll look 20 years younger, 20 pounds lighter, be the coolest cat on the dance floor and pick up the most beautiful people if you drink a certain beer, vodka, or rum? Uh, yeah, drink enough of it, and you'll believe it. Uh, do you honestly believe that you absolutely must have all the latest techno gadgets or you'll miss something important in life? Oh, who knows? Maybe the prime minister tried to call me. Do you honestly believe everything your political leaders say, that your religious leaders say, or what your teachers say? We just mutually agree with their softer lies, make the best of it, and go about our life. Self-deception. Now, these are the softer lies we tell to others and that we tell to ourselves. You know, if we didn't tell ourselves lies, we probably wouldn't want to live another day. I mean, now, these lies aren't said with devious intent. That's why I call them softer lies. These are for self-preservation. So, uh, like, well, I don't think that lump in my brain is as serious as the doctor says it is. Hey, 20 pounds extra isn't bad on me. I mean, everybody's a little overweight. I'm a hard worker. I deserve a raise. Oh, I don't drink as much as Jeff does. Oh, that guy's a drunk. Now, these are all natural human thoughts. You're not a pathological liar because you dance with self-deception. Deceptions are said or thought so that we can just get these things out of our mind and go about our daily life. Now, we also deceive ourselves so that we can fit in with the crowd and go along with the norm or what we believe is the norm. I mean, hey, if everyone else that you know goes out drinking, then you'll probably go out with them because that's the norm. If everyone else that you know goes to AA meetings, then you'll probably go as well. Now, privately, the other people may not agree with the behavior or the belief itself. I mean, be it excessive drinking, meetings, religion, politics, whatever. But because it's the norm, they deceive themselves and go along with it. And so do you. Now, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. We're social creatures, and we want to fit in with the group, or we want to see the positive side of life. So we deceive ourselves a little bit. The trouble comes in separating harmful self-deception from healthy self-deception. And this takes me to some of the lies surrounding sobriety. It'll be the greatest thing you ever did. Interestingly, these words can actually be used to get you started drinking or doing math coke or whatever. Now, some of the lies I was told about sobriety were everything you've lost will be regained. You'll feel wonderful, at peace, and everything will work out. You know, if you follow the steps, give yourself over to a higher power, the steps will work. If you just quit drinking, everything will be fine. Well, that isn't how it's been turning out. I mean, everything doesn't go as planned, and everything I want may not be what other people want. 
No, but here's the odd situation. I don't know if I would have been so committed to my sobriety during the first year had I not been lied to. Now, again, these weren't outright devious lies, but they were well-meaning deceptions. See, I had no one to present realistic and honest assessments, so I just played along with the lies. I feel fortunate that the disappointment and disenchantment of discovering the lies didn't weaken me to return to drinking. It was actually the embracing of these deceptions which started me writing, you know, and I wrote for myself. I wanted to clearly express what I was feeling and then detail out what I could ultimately do about my feelings and what actions and behaviors I needed to perform so I could start making the best out of the conditions that were in front of me. I didn't want any more lies or false hopes. I wanted truth, regardless of whether I liked the truth or not. At least that way I could then deal with reality and build my strength on reasonable hopes. Yes, reasonable hopes. Now, it may have been disappointing to discover the lies, but it has been a freeing experience. I mean, I know in my own case, I continue to lie to myself all the time, but I believe that my sober lies are healthier than the drunken lies I, I used to tell myself. Hey, I, I might be lying to myself right here. I, I, I create my own version of sunshine, cupcakes, and happiness in my own mind. I tell myself getting sober is the best thing I ever did. I would never be doing all of this if I wouldn't have sobered up. This is all so wonderful and everything is working out. But you know what? How do I know? I, mean, I can safely presume that I wouldn't be doing most of what I do now had I continued drinking, but maybe other things would have been better had I kept drinking. I don't know. I only know my reference point of where I am at this moment. So I tell myself that my decision to live sober was the best decision I ever made. But was it? I don't know. Now, you may disagree with me and say, oh, man, Mark, living sober is the best thing ever. You know what? That's fine. That's your opinion. But you don't live in my skin, and I don't live in yours. I won't tell you what you need to do to make your life wonderful, so please don't tell me what I need to do to make my life wonderful. We can have open discourse and respect one another and respect one another's opinions. But nonetheless, I will continue deceiving myself so that I can keep a positive attitude towards my decision to live sober and so that I can continue along in my pursuit of personal happiness. All right, now in the next article, I'm going to go over some of the ways I deal with deceptions and offer ideas for your consideration. Now, I won't tell you what to do because you may have better ideas than I do. Hey, did I just lie to you to make you feel better? Okay, anyway, thanks for your time. I hope to get you thinking on your own in the next article.